The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, I'm a big fan of today's saint. I'll tell you about him in just a few minutes. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, May 26, 2021. Wednesday of the eighth week in Ordinary Time in the Missal. This is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Philip Neri. Born in 1515, Philip was ordained a priest and became an outstanding confessor. He was gifted with the knack of piercing the pretenses and illusions of others. Always in a charitable manner and often with a joke. Some of Philip's followers became priests and lived together in a community. This was the beginning of the oratory, the religious institute he founded. Philip's advice was sought by many of the prominent figures of his days, one of the influential figures of the Counter-Reformation. Philip Neri died on the Feast of Corpus Christi in 1595. He is unofficially known as the patron saint of a sense of humor. St. Philip Neri, pray for us. and Let's offer this day to the Lord. My Lord and Father, inspire my thoughts, words, and actions, and accompany them with your aid so that I may undertake all my activities according to your will and out of love for you. I ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. And along with Pope Francis, we pray that those in charge of finance will work with governments to regulate the financial sphere and protect citizens from its dangers. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here is today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon for my sins and for the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Jesus, a great joy to be with you once again in our prayer. Wherever we are right now, sitting, walking, running, we choose to spend this time with you. We come into your presence. We're aware that you're with us and we love you. We're so grateful that you love us. So grateful that you choose this time to be with us too. We love too your gospel, Lord, that we hear today. The gospel from St. Matthew. About the the disciples wanting um, rewards, wanting seats in heaven, wanting the, the best places, the places of honour. And the other disciples getting annoyed. Now, how dare you ask for the best places? And Jesus is saying, this is not how I want you to behave. You know, these the, the disciples, James and John, we could say that they're taking themselves a bit too seriously. They are planning their, you know, they have um, kind of like a game plan, um, a game plan for how they can get to heaven, how they can get the best seats. And they're willing to do anything. I mean, on the one hand, it's, it's wonderful to have a desire for heaven, a desire for... Um, to be close to you, Jesus, in heaven forever. That's admirable. But on the other hand, this 
um, it belies a, a, a spirit that's not of the gospel. And today we, as well as this gospel, we also keep the feast day of St. Philip Neri. St. Philip Neri, um, a wonderful saintly priest, uh, an oratorian priest, um, founded the oratory, the, the oratory uh, for priests to gather and live together. And we could say St. Philip Neri was an apostle of joy. You know, two, two anecdotes about him. He used to uh, shave his beard, but only half of it, <laughs> to, um, so that people wouldn't take him too seriously, basically. And apparently he used to answer the front door of the presbytery with a pillow on his head. You know, just c- clearly obvious ways for people to think, hang on, that doesn't fit. <laughs> I thought you were Mr. Serious or Father Serious or whatever. And he says, no, 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 I'm, I don't want you to take me too seriously. I don't want you to look at me and see the answer. I want you to look at me and see Jesus, me, and be pointed to him. So Jesus, we could, you know, it's not necessarily to copy that behavior, but um, but Philip Neri wasn't a joker. You know, he wasn't a joke himself. He had a profound intimacy with you. But it didn't mean he had to go around with a somber face or, you know, complaining about everything that's bad in the church or in the world or in our families or, you know, like down on life all the time because that's how we think we should be as kind of serious religious people. No, Philip Neary teaches us, be joyful, be joyful and don't take yourself too seriously. That's, that's the lesson that I'm praying about now, Jesus, in this time of prayer. To learn this joy, to learn how to um, be simple-hearted that's what we could say is this is the virtue that you're encouraging us to in the in the gospel, Lord, and with the example of St. Philip Neri, is simplicity. You know, you're encouraging the disciples not to follow you just for what's in it for them, you know, what they're going to get out of this, or what this will mean for them in kind of like a weighing scales. Is this worth following Jesus or not in, in balance? Instead, you just ask us for simple hearts, simple committed hearts. And this simplicity is a wonderful virtue, a virtue that so many of the saints teach us. St. Philip Neri today, St. Therese of Lisieux, a great saint of simplicity, simple heart, totally focused on the Lord. We could call it purity as well. Simplicity and purity go hand in hand. But if we talk about simplicity as the virtue that you're calling us to, Lord, then then what is the vice? What's the, what's the opposite of this virtue? We might be tempted to say it's to be complicated, that the opposite of simplicity is to be complicated, simple, complex, Sim- simplicity of heart, complicated heart. And certainly, Lord Jesus, you're not asking us to be complicated in our spiritual lives. But the Pope, Pope Francis, has compared simplicity not to um, uh, being complicated. Instead, he's given it the name worldliness. The opposite of simplicity is worldliness, a simple heart or a worldly heart. Jesus, this is fascinating. A heart that's attached to the world cannot be simple in in the virtuous meaning of the word simple. It's a worldly heart that complicates me. A worldly heart tempts me to think of seats and power and reward, just like James and John in the gospel today. And it tempts me to then argue among ourselves, you know, how dare you do that, James and John? We want those seats or, you know, whatever, disunity. A worldly heart, a worldly attitude. It's a heart that's separated from the world that let St. Philip Neri be so joyful or St. Therese be so simple. You know, to be separated, to be detached from the world. How do we cultivate this? How in our prayer today can we cultivate this um, separation from the world, this 
simple heart as opposed to a worldly heart? How do we remain simple? You, Jesus, of course, are the one to imitate in this. To imitate your simplicity, to imitate how you only have one desire for your Father and for souls. It's the same desire. Love of God and love of souls. Every soul you encounter, you love infinitely. This is simplicity at its root. Pope Francis says, Our God makes us understand that he always acts in simplicity. In the house of Nazareth, in the simplicity of everyday work, in the simplicity of prayer, the simple things. Instead, he says, the worldly spirit leads us towards vanity, towards appearances. It's interesting, isn't it? Jesus, as we pray, that's the opposite. That appearance is the worldly attitude. A worldly heart is filled with appearances. A simple heart is filled with authenticity. Wanting to be who I am. Wanting to believe in you, Jesus, and trust you entirely. Not to be half-hearted in that. Not to be weighing things up. We can ask ourselves in this prayer time, do I struggle with appearances in my life? Do I struggle with vanity? Is that a struggle for me? Something that perhaps I need to take to you, Jesus, in, in my confession, next confession? You know, do I quite like people thinking well of me or of my knowledge in a certain area or my skills or my appearance, perhaps? Maybe my status. I like people to think well of my status in life. And do I therefore make the same mistake as James and John and take myself a bit too seriously? You know, as though it's as though the world should be thinking about me all the time, because obviously, uh, you know, I'm so important. Is, th- is that something, a trap that I fall into? If it's yes to any of these for you or for me, we don't need to be anxious about that. Jesus, as we're speaking to you, it's you revealing these things to our hearts. You're so gentle in the way that you reveal, the way that you offer, the way that you convict us of things that need to change. And you lead us gently to be released from chains perhaps perhaps we weren't even aware of. So thank you. Thank you for this, Jesus. If, if this is going deep in our hearts, we thank you now. You know, we just finished on uh, Sunday, just gone, the season of Eastertide on Pentecost Sunday. I was struck um, by thinking about um, the abruptness of the ending of Eastertide. It, we get a lovely feast day of Pentecost and then, bang, Easter's finished. <laughs> and it feels kind of abrupt. But then I thought, no, it's not abrupt at all. This is exactly what Pentecost is. It's a sending forth. It's a, it's a go out. Go out and fill the world with the, with the fragrance of the Spirit. It's us being filled with the Spirit, the Spirit who keeps us simple, not worldly. And when we say simple or worldly, I guess there are some things in our life, Jesus perhaps, that come to us now that are, that are heavy on our heart, that are complicated issues. Our life can be complicated sometimes. And those things... We shouldn't treat them lightly as though they're nothing at all. So, so it's important that we think simplicity is not the opposite of complications in life. You know, in the midst of complications, we can still be simple hearted if we're not worldly, if we're not just attached to appearances, attached to the things of the world that are de- deceiving us or you know, leading us astray from the Lord. Jesus, you say this in, in the Gospel of St. John. I will ask the Father, you say, and he will give you another counsellor to be with you forever, even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. Because it neither sees him nor knows him. You know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Spirit, we know you. We know you because Jesus has poured you 
forth over us, has breathed you over us in the sacraments, in our prayer, in our daily life. We want to remain open to you, Holy Spirit of simplicity, spirit of fullness, spirit of completion, spirit of joy, spirit of mission. Detach us from the things of the world that entice us and yet lead us down the wrong path. A worldly heart, lead us away from that, O Holy Spirit. And dear Mother Mary, spouse of the Holy Spirit, share with us, please share with us your simple heart, untying the knots of our worldliness, our attachments to things that are passing or things that deceive. You inherited the promise of heaven and intimacy with the Lord without grasping. James and John tried to grasp. You receive that reward without grasping. Teach us, Mother Mary, to do likewise, to love, 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 and not to grasp, but just to have open hands that receive the gift of the Lord. My Lord, I give you thanks for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations you have communicated to me in this time of prayer. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. There's more of 10 Minutes with Jesus on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour. We will begin the liturgical day in just a couple of minutes. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio. On the Memorial of St. Philip Neri, it's Wednesday, May 26, 2021. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. Time to begin our day of prayer now. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will will proclaim proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth, and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hand. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For he is our God, and we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn, as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah, they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Forty years I endured that generation, 
I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless, Bless the, the Lord, Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt, who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, As it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As, As a, a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. As, as a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless, Bless the Lord, all you his works. 
But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul give thanks to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. From the book of Job. Job spoke, saying, Is not man's life on earth a drudgery? Are not his days those of a hireling? He is a slave who longs for the shade, a hireling who waits for his wages. So I have been assigned months of misery, and troubled nights have been told off. For me. If in bed I say, When shall I rise? Then the night drags on. I'm filled with restlessness until the dawn. My flesh is clothed with worms and scabs. My skin cracks and festers. My days are swifter than a weaver's shuttle. They come to an end without hope. Remember that my life is like the wind. I shall not see happiness again. The eye that now sees me shall no more behold me. As you look at me, I shall be gone. As a cloud dissolves and vanishes, so he who goes down to the netherworld shall come up no more. He shall not again return to his house. His place shall know him no more. My own utterance I will not restrain. I will speak in the anguish of my spirit. I will complain in the bitterness of my soul. Am I the sea or a monster of the deep that you place a watch over me? Why have you set me up as an object of attack, or why should I be a target for you? When I say my bed shall 
comfort me. My couch shall ease my complaint. Then you affright me with dreams and with visions terrify me so that I should prefer choking and death rather than my pains. I waste away. I cannot live forever. Let me alone, for my days are but a breath. What is man that you make much of him or pay him any heed? You observe him with each day and try him at every moment. How long will it be before you look away from me and let me alone long enough to swallow my spittle? Though I have sinned, what can I do to you, O watcher of men? Why do you not pardon my offense or take away my guilt? For soon I shall lie down in the dust, and should you seek me, I shall then be gone. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to God. God. My flesh is covered with rottenness. My skin is cracked and festering. Remember, Remember O Lord, Lord, that, that my, my life is like a breath, a breath of, of wind. wind. My life passes swiftly like a weaver's shuttle, and once it has gone, there is no hope of calling it back again. Remember, Remember O Lord, Lord, that my life is like a breath of wind. wind. A reading from A Sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. The Apostle tells us to rejoice, but in the Lord, not in the world. Whoever wishes to be a friend of this world, says Scripture, will be reckoned an enemy of God. As a man cannot serve two masters, so one cannot rejoice both in the world and in the Lord. Let joy in the Lord prevail then until joy in the world is no more. Let joy in the Lord go on increasing. Let joy in the world go on decreasing until it is no more. This is said not because we are not to rejoice while we are in this world, but in order that even while we are still in this world, we may already Rejoice in the Lord. You may object, I am in the world. If I rejoice, I certainly rejoice where I am. What is this? Do you mean that because you are in the world, you are not in the Lord? Listen again to the apostles, speaking now to the Athenians. In the Acts of the Apostles, he says this of God and the Lord our Creator. In Him we live and move and have our being. If He is everywhere, where is He not? Surely this was what He was exhorting us to realize. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. This is a great truth, that He ascended above all the heavens yet is near to those on earth. 
Who is this stranger and neighbor, if not the one who became our neighbor out of compassion? The man lying on the road, half dead by robbers. The man treated with contempt by the priest and the Levite who passed by. The man approached by the passing Samaritan to take care of him and help him. That man is the whole human race. When the Immortal One, the Holy One, was far removed from us because we were mortal and sinners, he came down to us so that he, the stranger, might become our neighbor. He did not treat us as our sins deserved. For we are now sons of God. How do we show this? The only Son of God died for us so that he might not remain alone. He who died as the only Son did not want to remain as the only Son. For the only Son of God made many sons of God. He bought brothers for himself by his blood. He made them welcome by being rejected. He ransomed them by being sold. He honored them by being dishonored. He gave them life by being put to death. So, brethren, rejoice in the Lord, not in the world. That is, rejoice in the truth, not in wickedness. Rejoice in the hope of eternity not in the fading flower of vanity. That is the way to rejoice. Wherever you are on earth, however long you remain on earth, the Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything. Rejoice, brothers. Strive for perfection. Encourage one another. Live in harmony and peace. And the God God of peace and love will will be be with you. you. Alleluia. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace through your faith in him. And the the God God of peace and love will be with you. Alleluia. Let us pray. O God, who never cease to bestow the glory of holiness on the faithful servants you raise up for yourself, graciously grant that the Holy Spirit may kindle in us that fire with which he wonderfully filled the heart of St. Philip Neri. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 23 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, James and John make that famous 
bold, but perhaps a bit ignorant request of the Lord from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Mark. They were on the road going up to Jerusalem, and Jesus was walking ahead of them. They were amazed, and those who followed were afraid. Taking the twelve again, he began to tell them what was to happen to him. Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be delivered to the chief priests and the scribes. They will condemn him to death and deliver him to the Gentiles, and they will mock him and spit upon him and scourge him and kill him. And after three days, he will rise. James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came forward to him. Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. What do you want me to do for you? Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. You do not know what you are asking. Are you able to drink the cup that I drink? Or to be baptized with the baptism with which I am baptized? We are able. We are. The cup that I drink, you will drink. And with the baptism with which I am baptized, you will be baptized. But to sit at my right hand or at my left is not mine to grant but it is for those for whom it has been prepared. When the ten heard it, they began to be indignant at James and John. And Jesus called them to him and said to them, You know that those who are supposed to rule over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great men exercise authority over them. But it shall not be so among you. But whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find all of the daily Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, when James and John seek places of honor and greatness in the kingdom, Jesus shows them a totally new kind of greatness. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 3, Ordinary Time. The Gospel of the Mass records the petition of the sons of Zebedee that they might be given the first places in the new kingdom. When the other disciples discovered this ambition of theirs, they were indignant with the two brothers. It was not, in all likelihood, the unusual character of the request that annoyed them. It was probably, rather, they all felt that each one of them had an equal or better claim than James or John to fill such a top position. Jesus knew the ambition of those who were to be the foundation stones of his church. He tells them that they cannot behave like those princelings who oppress and lord it over their subjects. The authority of the church will be very different from this. Quite the opposite, in fact. 
Whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all. This is a new kind of lordship, a new way of being great. And our Lord shows them the grounds for this new dignity and the reason for it. For the Son of Man also came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The life of Christ is a constant exemplary help to man, his doctrine a constant invitation to serve others. Christ is the example to be followed by those who wield authority in his church and by all Christians. Although he is God, the judge who is to come to judge the world, he does not impose himself. He serves for the sake of love, even to the point of giving his life for all. This is his way of being first, and this is the way the apostles came to understand it, especially after the coming of the Holy Spirit. Later, St. Peter will exhort priests to tend the flock of God that is their charge, not as domineering overlords, but as living examples. So too does St. Paul, who writes, Though I am free from all men, I have made myself a slave to all, that I might win the more. But our Lord speaks not only to his apostles, but to his disciples and to his followers throughout the centuries. He teaches us that there is a special dignity to be found in helping and in offering assistance to man in imitation of the Master. This dignity is expressed in our readiness to serve, in keeping with the example of Christ, who came not to be served, but to serve. If in the light of this attitude of Christ's being a king is truly possible only by being a servant, then being a servant also demands so much spiritual maturity that it must really be described as equivalent to being a king. In order to be able to serve others worthily and effectively, we must be able to master ourselves and possess the virtues that make this mastery possible. Virtues like humility of heart, generosity, fortitude, cheerfulness, which enable us to put our life at the service of God and to make ourselves available for our family, our friends, and the whole of society. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. Let's join the whole church in prayer now. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you, for your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out 
the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet, Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it, as it was, was in the, the beginning, beginning, is now, and, and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice, like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake, I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake, I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nations shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate, but you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will will praise praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. 
Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I will will praise my God God all the days of my life. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have have set set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, 
to, to give, give his people knowledge of salvation by, by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who never cease to bestow the glory of holiness on the faithful servants you raise up for yourself, graciously grant that the Holy Spirit may kindle in us that fire with which he wonderfully filled the heart of St. Philip Neri. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Morning air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do it again tomorrow morning at 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.